today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie. Well, let's talk now about this effort to have the creme de la creme of cyclists here in Ireland because Northern Ireland's Economy Minister Conor Murphy wants to launch this All-Ireland bid to host the opening stages of the world's most famous bike race, the Tour de France. And Ireland previously hosted the contest in 1998 and in 2014 there were stages of the Giro d'Italia which featured on both sides of the border. Well, I'm joined now on the line by cycling journalist Shane Stokes. Good morning, Shane. Hi Claire, how are you doing? I, I, good, so, so tell me from what you've heard, how likely is this bid to succeed? Uh, it's interesting because the Tour de France, it's it's a really, as you might imagine, it's, um, it's an in-demand sporting event to host stages of it and particularly the start of it, which is known as the Grand Depart um, the start of the Tour because it's not just the opening days but also there's the build up to the race um, so so typically the Tour de France entourage might be in um, the area in question for, for perhaps a week or so uh, and you've got media there as well etc so it's very prestigious to host uh, the Grand Depart it's something that tends to bring, bring big um, economic benefits uh, and this was first spoken about um, in October 2022 it was announced that there was going to be or there was potentially going to be a bid from the north and south of Ireland uh, from the Republic in the north mm-hmm. uh, and then that um, fizzled out in January 2023 because the executive uh, obviously there was, uh, was, wasn't sitting and there was questions about Northern Ireland's economy um, uh, and the news for that the news of that only actually became apparent in December, January of this year and now it looks like that this bid could potentially be back on the cards again. Right, and back on the agenda and we're looking at 2026. Is that the year that this might happen? Um, that's still, it was the original um, bid which, which as I said was... was uh, was talked about in October 2022. It was 2026 or 2027. Um, Now, this restarted uh, bid, if it happens, it hasn't, uh, I haven't seen any um, specification about what date, so I don't know whether it would still be those two possible years or whether it might be pushed Mm. further down the line, so that's still to be clarified. We're not the only ones who wanted, though, in either of those years. Uh, Yeah, so um, the... Britain or England wants to put on um, or is, is interested, apparently quite involved in, in pushing for uh, 2026. And I understand Rotterdam, The Hague uh, have also um, an interest in those years. And I haven't heard of 2027 uh, if, if there's much competition for that. But generally, you'll have a few uh, places competing for the tour. Uh, I reached out to uh, Dara McQuaid. Uh, Dara McQuaid was very involved in bringing the Giro d'Italia here in 2014. I reached out to him this morning and um, he said he would be confident that an All-Ireland bid to host the Tour de France be well received by the organisers. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he didn't give you an indication which year we're looking at then? Uh, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. No, no. So, and uh, Dara, the, the, the bid, uh, I'll just say that the bid for 2026-27, which had been in operation, um, Dara wasn't necessarily involved with that, but I, I think he understood that he would be brought on board or could be brought, brought on board if, if, the, if the bid did go ahead. OK, so, now let's look back at when we did this before, the Tour de France, 1998. And I'm sure there are people listening to this who remember it. But for those who don't, you might remind us about the huge doping scandal that year, which centred around the Festina team, uh, Shane. It wasn't a great, illustrious occasion, not the one that we might have hoped for. 
No, it wasn't actually, it wasn't. Um, so there was no actual Irish riders in the in the tour at that time. Um, but the, the race was still here uh, and was brought by Pat McQuaid, um, another member of the McQuaid family. Uh, and there was three three days of the tour here. Um, and there was a huge, on the eve of the race, there was a huge doping scandal known as the Festina Affair broke and indeed rumbled on for all of that tour. So uh, there would otherwise have been very big um tourism benefits you would imagine um, for, for Ireland but just the race uh, started under a cloud and, and indeed continued under a cloud so Ireland lost out as a result of that um, so that project didn't work and, and I suppose you, you know you could you could suggest that uh, if the bid is launched that the Tour de France organisers may think back and say okay well Ireland did do this before didn't get the benefits so so maybe we should um, make amends if you like by, Oh so they by, might uh, feel that they owe us one because of what happened back in 1998 yeah, that's, that's just me speculating mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's an argument there saying look you know we did do this before at a big expense and um, it didn't work out so um yeah, I think that's that's a reasonable argument. Yeah, I, 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 I was looking at what Conor Murphy was saying about this yesterday and he was talking about the benefits that it would bring in terms of tourism and investment. But you have to invest yourself as a country in order to bring this thing in. How much roughly does it cost, Shane? Yeah, um, I can't remember offhand the cost back in 1998. Um, the, the the figure, I think that was pre-Euro, so the figure of 5 million rings a bell, but may be wrong. But certainly... Uh, Jack Chambers um, previously said that the projected costs were between 20 and 30 million euro and that that would be shared uh, north and south. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess that's the ballpark that it's you'd be sig- talking It's about. a significant cost and often with these things it's hard to quantify what you get at the other end in terms of a benefit. Yes, that said, um, the Tour de France is very popular to, to host the Grand Depart of the Tour de France because of tourism benefits and economic benefits like directly of the race being there and the amount of spectators, etc. that will travel to see the start of the race. Um, and the fact that it's so popular every year that there's, there's multiple cities bidding for it um, suggests that the economic benefit would be, would be a, um, a substantial one. Mm-hmm. In general terms, where is Irish cycling at now? It's much better than 1998. Uh, you, there's several professionals in action. You remember Sam Bennett yes. won the uh, two stages on the green jersey in um, what was it four years ago now in 2020, uh, and he's he hasn't been in quite the same form since due to injury, and, and um, but he's very much making a big push this, this year to be back to that. And if it is 2026, 2027, you can you could expect that Sam's career would still be going on uh, to that point and he would be involved. Eddie Dunbar is a younger rider uh, and indeed Ben Healy. So these are these are two riders um, that are, I suppose, general, they would be general classification contenders. So they would have hopes if the Tour was here to, to figure in the overall classification. And then you've got younger guys coming through, um, guys like Archie Ryan from Wicklow and Darren Rafferty from the North. And they're really promising. They're in their first year as professionals. They're just out of... Um, I think they're still actually yeah, eligible for under 23, but they're, so they're, that, they're that kind of age um, and really, really promising. And, and they're, they're coming through as well. And, and then and on, on the wider stage, I mean, just talking there about the doping scandal in, in 1998 and it wasn't the only doping scandal at that level. Where is the reputation of cycling internationally as a sport? 
it's much better than then. Um, cycling as a result of the doping scandal brought in something called the biological passport, um, which was looking at the blood values there, like, for example, red blood cell levels. Uh, and to that have been added a uh, hormonal passport as well. So they're monitoring a lot of things that are... Um, it's in addition to the normal doping control. So these are looking for the telltale signs that uh, products might bring about. So cycling introduced that under Patrick Wade, actually, um, in the early 2000s, and other sports have followed suit. Uh, and it's just generally seen that, that that's been, um, you know, has been, a, if, you, if you pardon the word, it's a positive, um, but it's been positive for the uh, for the, the sport and the sport is seen in a much better place now as a result of that. All right, well, let's see what happens with that potential bid, bid to bring the Tour de France here to Ireland. Shane, thanks for taking our call this morning. Shane Stokes there, cycling journalist.